What's up, Leaflings? Uh, Trent here, and we are back again with Cole and Zach. Um, it is a beautiful Sunday morning, uh, entirely too early for all of us right now, but we are here excited and ready to talk some ads. Now, if you're looking at the episode title, you'll be like, what? Bite-sized steaks? What's that? Or you'll be like, oh, I totally get it because I listened to last week's episode. If you haven't, go listen to that episode. And then also, welcome to Bite Size Takes. We split out the segments, so we're always going to have Bite Size Takes on Tuesday. And then we're going to be having longer form content on Thursdays. It'll be an industry discussion, an ad of the week that we want to call out, an industry interview. Um, this week, we've got four great ads we want to talk about on Bite Size Takes. We're going to have a fifth ad that's our ad of the week that we will highlight later on in this podcast um, and tell you to go check that out Thursday. So without any further ado, um let's get into this uh zach and cole how are y'all doing you feeling good you feeling well you ready to talk some leafs uh i'm awake <laughs> yep i'm doing good <laughs> i'm awake and i'm doing good there we go yeah i'm at least most of the way there you know gotta get a good cup of joe maybe under my belt or just pop open one of those area 51 beers you know that'll probably uh, oh yeah they'll probably give you some <laughs> Some extra exactly. other a little tired after storming all weekend long, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think we're ready to record. There we go. Um, <laughs> my my bullet wounds are healing, so I've gotten dude, lots of time to did, watch. Ads. Did you break your neck twice this weekend? <laughs> yeah. There's a there's a, a page called All Gas yeah. No Breaks that Cole was showing us earlier, and this guy went and interviewed a bunch of people at the Area 51 site and. A guy was talking about how he broke his neck a couple of days earlier, but got out of the hospital to storm and become known as the guy that backflipped over the fence or whatever. Uh, it was pretty good. Pretty mm-hmm. good. Highly recommend it. Going to teach some aliens to backflip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of alien-like things, can we talk about ugly veggies? Um, they're that thing that you kind of just wince at when you see it and you don't know quite how you feel, but you know you don't feel good and you generally try to avoid them. Um, but here's the problem. Every time we waste an ugly veggie or an ugly piece of fruit, it's uh, one less food consumed and another food wasted. And uh, there's, you know, there's a big, big food issue uh, around the world. And uh, I think Subway has done an interesting way to call attention to this. They have partnered with uh, Feeding America, and it centers around an, a website called ugly, uh, ugly Veggie Rescue. Excuse me there. My mouth is still waking up as well. I am very tired. <laughs> um, <laughs> and essentially, they had they have a spokesman talking in front of the camera about how Americans should adopt an ugly veggie into their family for only $1. And that $1 will go to contribute to uh, food donations for different food shelters around the country. And it's kind of an interesting concept. It's, it's you know, it makes reviews on it. And I'm curious for your takes, Zach and Cole, but it is kind of a cool concept that I want to highlight of instead of just talking about how people are hungry, let's joke about ugly food, give them personalities, give them personas. And while I can't actually adopt one, the website notes you can print out a picture, frame it and call it your child. Um, and it's kind of a it's kind of a cool concept with maybe some struggles and execution. <laughs> but uh, what do you think, Zach? Mm-hmm. And as um, a reminder, you have <laughs> one minute to respond. And we're handing over to Cole. These are bite-sized after all. All right. Well, the idea is great. Uh, the concept is great. The cause is great. Uh, but kind of as you said, 
I definitely do think they fumbled in execution. Let us down easy. Uh, they worked with uh, Nick Lackey. He's the the spokesperson in the ad, and <laughs> that's the like the majority of the ad is him talking about this concept, explaining uh, how it's hard for his kids to eat vegetables, and 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 discussing food waste and how we can all make a difference. But some of his hand motions, I don't know, maybe threw me off. <laughs> uh how he delivered some of the stuff maybe irked me a little bit because it was just a little bit slow and uncomfortable to watch uh he's got a joke about like 90s fashion that falls a little flat in my opinion <laughs> like his clothes switch real quick to like his like gross outfits from the 90s and it just uh, it, some of it just fell flat so i think the idea behind it is great um but in execution it it kind of fell or stumbled a little bit I will say I love that they had to put the PSA on the end of it in the uh, disclaimer that said you won't actually physically adopt a vegetable. A vegetable, you're just adopting a photo of a, veg- yeah. of a vegetable, which I found pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Cole? Well, um, I think for the big <laughs> first off, I mean Nick. At least they had Nick Lachey. Lachey, excuse me. You know, announcing. Yeah, no, no worries. I mean, back in my yeah. knowledge of his name was a little bit lacking. No, exactly. Yeah. And I think that rings <laughs> true to the effectiveness of this ad, especially for us. I mean, I don't know. So Nick Lachey, he was like, you know, famous boy band. Mar- he's married to Jessica Simpson. Um, what? Yeah, yeah, he's he's pretty big, but he's like, but like not currently. Not relevant. Like, mean. Um, exactly. Like his most recent forays are, you know, dancing with the stars. I think he might host, he hosted the sing off. I don't know if you guys ever watched that. I certainly didn't, but is that like a parody of like the rap off? (laughs) It's not even a parody. It's just like, it's like another singing show, but point being, he was big in like the early 2000s and nineties and clearly is not resonating (laughs) right now. And really it was so odd that that was the choice I thought anyway but i think it also shows uh subway's audience a little bit um i don't know about you guys but i'm not a huge subway fan as much anymore i'd usually pick like a jimmy john's or even like a you know a chipotle kind of a -hmm. a, a take over a subway um just i i don't know they're i don't think their sandwiches (laughs) are that good i know we're going over a minute but point being I think that the concept's pretty good, but the execution was clearly lacking. Subway is um, like... It was a kind of an uninteresting minute and a half. And that was the other uh, thing. It was a minute honestly, and a half. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And this, like, you could have said this in probably about 15 mm-hmm. seconds. But, but like, I mean, it's a, it's a cool concept. And I think that they're actually doing something. Good. Uh, yeah, they're doing something good. They're, they're doing yeah. something good. Exactly. Subway's don't matching donations until uh, October 18th. Um, and uh, just want to call out too, this is done through partnership with brand experience agency Jack Morton Worldwide, as well as PR firm uh, Ruderfin. Um, and yeah, Subway is always hit or miss. I do want to call it their cookies are incredible. Yes. Their sandwiches are a you're loving it or you're hating it. And you're loving yourself or you're hating yourself when you eat it, depending <laughs> on the day. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, to your points, minute and a half didn't quite sit right and unfortunately um great concept that maybe could have been executionally performed better but here's hoping that claude the carrot from coachella california who is fun flirty and looking for love in all the wrong salads can find his own special salad home i know we would happily welcome him into ours should we should we (laughs) adopt a carrot 
We might actually. That's kind of a good social we bit. We should actually let's adopt one of these vegetables. Adopt one of these veggies. <laughs> well, he'll be our mascot. Sorry, right, we shredded your ad. Here's a dollar. <laughs> speaking of speaking of here. shredding, though, um, shout out to Burger King that's actually looking to just destroy all of its toys and its kid meals uh, over in Europe, um, specifically in the UK. Um, it, they're calling it the meltdown and they have this really freaking cool, um, ad done by Jones, Noel Ritchie, um, who is an agency, not a person in the sense of an individual. Um, and it's all about having people bring in plastic toys from anywhere that kids aren't using anymore. And Burger King will melt them down into more useful things, such as like building playgrounds for children. And the ad is super cool, super well-designed. Joel's note, uh, JKR always does really good design work. Um, and I think it's kind of funny because some of the toys that they showed in the ad, I was like, ah, oh, man, I'm 22 year old man, but I fucking want to play with that dinosaur toy. <laughs> so it was kind of mm -hmm. funny. Um, but then they even took some of them and made them into statues. Um, so there's a giant melting bunny on a Jeep uh, just in the middle of London as a statue. And then even the Burger King logo is a really cool design where it's melting and kind of dripping down. Um, kind of a cool concept with a really cool uh, cause and purpose behind it, especially as more and more brands are dropping plastic. Zach, what do you think? Um, I think you hit it on the head. This was a great idea, uh, a great concept in the beginning and, and a great way to kind of take charge of of a problem you've been contributing to you know yeah. we've been getting plastic toys and happy meals for as long as i've been alive uh and to kind of take ownership of the fact that uh to kind of take ownership and do something about that impact that footprint that you've had by asking uh people to bring their toys back and not even just burger king toys but uh plastic toys from anywhere that they want to get melted down um to help the environment is is great uh for the ad itself it is definitely just an awesome depiction and awesome representation of this idea. I love the toys in the beginning are, are happy <laughs> and they're marching towards the, uh, like they're marching basically to get melted. They're joining this cause. Uh, and when the line comes on to the screen that says, we'll be melting down plastic toys for good. They're there's like, this huh? little moment where, uh, the robot toy kind of goes, huh? Like you're going to melt me down. And it's just such a cute little, uh like moment that just you know makes you smile and and even so after that point he still believes in the concept the toy does and they're all still going to do this but it was just such a fun little second of huh it gives you just a, a bit of humor to kind of put the icing on the cake yeah for this ad totally for this agree idea. uh cole what are you thinking uh -huh. um i think it's a really good idea i mean i think that more and more often um fast food chains are kind of trying to show their more ethical side and, you know, are trying to maybe right some of the wrongs that were wrought by, you know, supersize me and all of those sort of things mm -hmm. like that. But, you know, this is a good chance for Burger King to differentiate itself in an environmental way. Um, and this is something, you know, that the younger generation cares around quite a bit. Um, and I think it actually positions them in a pretty good place because more and more often I feel like kids are going to more uh, digital types of goodies. You know, you think about um, apps, you know, things like Minecraft. Um, you know, kids love their apps, so gotta have them. <laughs> but it seems like you know, it, even like a promo code or like you know something that goes along with um, that, I think would would be even more valuable than um, than you know a plastic toy. 
And so I think that this is a really good idea and a way that they can kind of show their environmental impact and stand out from the rest of the fast food crowd. Yeah, um, definitely. So super cool. And it gets people involved. It gets kids involved. Yeah, you know? it's a cool concept, I think. And something else I want to call it too that I just, well, two things I want to call out that I forgot to mention up front. It's running September 19th to 30th. So if you are in the UK listening, as I know some of you are, go ahead and check that out. Drop off a toy. You'll end up actually receiving a free King Jr. meal as well as sticker sheets and a Meltdown Burger King crown if you purchase an adult meal with it, which honestly sounds kind of sick. (laughs) Um, And then the second thing I want to call out is the UK. How many Burger Kings do you think are in the UK? Colin Zach, I just want to ask. Am I allowed to cheat and look at nope, the nope. article and tell you it's nope, 500 no, plus? Wow. Oh, I did. Wow. <laughs> wow. We're going to throw you oh in the goodness. melting bin too. <laughs> uh, was 500, 500 plus the answer? Plus, yeah, 500 exact... plus Burger King restaurants in the UK alone. That's kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's a, there's going to be, this is a lot of toys. They have the potential to really make a good impact if people get on board with this and, and bring in stuff. Yeah, it's very, very exciting. Um, and let's see, oh, pull up the right article. There we go. Sliding that one back in right on. Um, this is a live operation here at Salads, so we do have our hiccups. Now, um, speaking of very cool campaigns, uh, we got to talk about Spotify, who has become known as a king of outdoor uh, advertising the last few years with various ads that highlight the data they get from streamers that subscribe to their platform. Um, but in this sense, they've done it a little bit differently and it's pretty fucking cool. Um, this has been done by UK agency who, what, why that's <laughs> what is in W O T as in that old grandma meme from 2009 saying what <laughs> you want mate <laughs> you want mate um the listen like you used to campaign contrasts the way 40 to 50 year olds enjoyed music when they were teenagers and young and a hit versus how they do now that you know they maybe have kids or maybe getting older they maybe don't party like they used to and it's kind of encouraging people to really get back in have fun and stream and also just kind of be another i feel like appealing spotify nostalgic campaign so i'm going to read you a couple of the headlines here and i just want to say too, definitely look it up it's listen like you used to by spotify the ads themselves are really cool great iconography the big bold type that spotify is known for as well as these cool color gradients that kind of mix and match and contrast two different colors on opposite sides based off of the ages but for example 1998 you're 24 hour party people but in 2019, you're two to four hour party people. And that's the Spotify list like you used to. Another personal favorite is 1995, Smashing Pumpkins. 2019, Smashing Avocados. <laughs> and quite possibly another great one. That one hits close to home. Yeah. <laughs> 1983, uh, it is UB40, Red Red Wine. But then in 2019, it is actually you. B40 is and you are 40 years old, red, red wine, and you're drinking a lot of red wine, uh, <laughs> which is kind of awesome. Um, Zach, what are your thoughts on these? Um, I love them. And there's a few reasons why. First of all, Spotify, like you said, always does a great job with their insights and their data, like really nailing down some smart insights that they know their customers will relate to. And then, uh, 
somehow lacing them in with their product and their music uh, in a phenomenal way. And that's, this is just another representation of that. Um, but to me, another thing that I really love about these and, and all of Spotify's campaigns in the past is that they always do this with this sort of, like you said, type iconography. They're just words for the most part. You know, they really rely on uh, the sentiment behind the the headlines or behind the copy that's on them to to get the point across and those insights. Uh, and that to me as a copywriter just, you know, makes me very, very happy. Uh, for specifically for this campaign, I think they perfectly nailed some of these headlines. You read some of my favorites as well. Like the Smashing Pumpkin, Smashing Avocados uh, is amazing. The UB41 right on point, like just really calling out that insight and, and, and playing up that nostalgia factor in a really fun, and brilliant way. Uh, so I thought they were awesome. Yeah. Cole, what are your what are your thoughts? What's your hot salad take this week? Well, my uh, cold cold plated salad, cold plates, <laughs> hot takes. Let's get it. <laughs> cold plates, hot takes, and everything in between. But um, I I agree with Zach. I think that um, I think that the way that Spotify has used data in the past has been really great, and I think this is, you know, I think kind of another example of them relating to people, kind of in a almost more of an analytical mm-hmm. way, and, you know, being the expert. <laughs> um, but I think it's just funny because um, one of the ones that I really liked was 1998 baggy jeans and chokers are in Spice Girls are on tour 2019. <laughs> Ditto. I missed that one. That's <laughs> probably my new favorite. It, <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty good one. Um, but yeah, it's I, I just think it's great that, you know, they're calling attention to these things. And nostalgia, I think, is something that people are always like willing to dive into, um, especially when it comes to music. You know, you think of a specific song or a specific, you know, it's, and, and it does kind of take you back a lot of times yeah. to a specific point in time. And so I think for one thing, you know, Spotify hitting on that, you know, emotional resonance with kind of almost like a fact, you know, mm-hmm. and it's just kind of interesting. It, it gets you to think um, a little bit, especially if those are the songs and the, and the music that you grew yeah, up with and you, and you really and even if you don't, so um, yeah, even if you don't, it's, you know, yeah, like, exactly. Even, I mean, like some of these songs I didn't grow up with, but it, it, they still had such an impact on me just because looking at the 2019 boards and understanding that those things are so accurately relevant now without even having the first half of it or, or being alive for the first half of it in some of these cases. It's still yeah, that's a really that. good point to call out, Zach, actually. Um, and I, I'd seen a meme earlier this week. I forget exactly what it said, but it was something to the effect it was this photo of this person just jamming out, and it was like me rocking out to the same music I was listening to when I was 14. <laughs> it was like a 30-year-old or something like that. <laughs> and I was like, oh, wow, that'll be me. <laughs> I think music does have such a transcending ability to to make you feel something and and it's interesting i feel like more music brands can really capitalize on that emotion because it's just right there waiting but spotify has really been the one killing it with it so it's interesting to see um it's very interesting to see we're going to move on to our final bite-sized take of the week now i'm not going to jinx it but look at us having pretty good time management you know, it hasn't been quite a minute, <laughs> but it hasn't been like quite like an hour. <laughs> so we're doing pretty good. Now, again, we're going to be talking about our ad of the week in a more long form setting on Thursday. So if you're listening on Tuesday, just wait two more days. Be up 6 a.m. as always. 
But if you're waiting for, you know, another kind of interesting hot take, cold take, let's get into it right now. Lego, 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 not the Lego my ego, but the Lego brick that you are so fond to step on and play with as a child uh, is coming out with really their first global campaign in a very, very long time, if not ever. and it kicks off with a campaign spot that is very, very long, but it's pretty cool. It essentially it, it depicts like this surreal toy-like world where you know it, it starts off with uh, a hunter chasing a rabbit, and it starts chasing the rabbit through all these scenes. Suddenly, they're flying through the air. Suddenly, they're running through a town, and you start kind of getting hints and notes that there's more to this world than it seems. Not only is it already kind of surreal toy fifties esque looking, but it's also like pans through a barbershop. There's a guy getting his haircut and then his head gets spun around like an owl and looks at the barber and says, yep, that's good. And so you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> and so it kind of hints throughout it that it's a Lego. And at a certain point, the rabbit turns the tables on the hunter and gets this bow and arrow from the hunter and swaps body parts with the hunter, which sounds weird. But if you think about Lego pieces, how you can swap the legs and the arms and the head and the body chest and all that. Suddenly the rabbit has hunter legs and a bow and suddenly the hunter has a carrot and rabbit legs. Um, It's kind of funny stuff like that. And essentially Lego is coming out and saying as their tagline, rebuild the world. And I think it's partially encouraging the next generation to have fun, build, create, explore do crazy things but then also it's a nice modern tie-in to uh the zeitgeist right now of people feeling like they don't have power to make a change or they see things needing to be changed but don't know where to start um and it's kind of a cool little tagline that i think ties into both the present and the future um and i'm trying to find out who made it right now so i'll look for that right now while you're talking zach but what do you think what what is your hot take on this i do also want to call it really quick they also have a bunch of different outdoor and digital ads with mm-hmm. the rebuild the world tagline too and this is where it gets into a little bit of more of a social stand as well um where it's like a, a school of big a school of tiny fish in the shape of a big fish attacking a shark it's out of Lego bricks, the word blue, but instead of being the color blue, it's the color pink. It's pink, but instead of being pink, it's the color blue. Different things like that um, that are kind of showing, hey, conventions don't have to be as they are. You can make anything the way you see it should be, which is kind of, again, a cool tie into Legos as well as a philosophy on life. So with Lego not having a brand campaign in 30 years, it's definitely a big voice to throw out there, but it's cool to see. What do you think, Zach? Um, yeah, it's, it's definitely one of the first pieces we've seen from them from a strictly advertising standpoint, that's going to launch on this level. Obviously, they've still been in the cultural conversation with the Lego movies, the Lego video games, they've been creating relevant and successful pieces of content to keep their name out there. But we haven't seen them strictly going after a large scale ad campaign like this recently. Um, I think that this idea is a great testament to imagination, a great testament to creativity, um, and just a, a really nice encouraging spot um, for kids and adults and for anyone who wants to watch it to to know that you can do anything, you can create anything. And that's the sentiment behind it. And I think that's the idea that they're trying to boil down to. 
Um, in terms of the ad itself, uh, there are some really fun spots in here. Like you mentioned, when the head turns around in the barbershop, uh, just some really quirky pieces like that, that, that give you, as you're watching this ad, the sense that something's not quite right, that you're in a different sort of world. Um, but it is a little long. That is the one thing that by the end of it, I think the idea has been played and you understand it. Um, and they still do a few things that, you know, make you smile and laugh. But I think it, it they could have done it in probably a minute and it would have had the exact same impact. And I would have been, uh, I would have been more prone to it. I like it in that sense. Yeah. Learning when to stop. Not that I didn't like it, but I would have liked yeah, it more. Learning when to stop is yeah. something I think a lot of people are learning, especially as content goes, both Lego and even salad, maybe. Um, <laughs> according mm-hmm. to some, um, I will it's say, a, sorry, I'm going to cut you off one second. Cause I will say no, though, the print it. pieces, I really enjoy. No, definitely. Um, it, it, they don't have as much brand recognition because this is one of their first campaigns, but I think Lego itself as a product and toy is so prolific in the world that everyone is going to understand them. Um, and so if you, if you look at some of these, like the flowers coming out of a car's exhaust and the yeah. bride carrying the groom. <laughs> all built out of Legos is the simple execution of that idea without the fluff and without the excess that I, that I found in the TV spot. Yeah. So from a print and outdoor standpoint, I, I love it. Yeah. I worry about brand understanding sometimes because they haven't done one in 30 years. And I feel like Legos turned into a brand that everyone just ascribes their own meaning to because it's their own experiences they had in childhood, but mm-hmm. rebuild the world being such a, Yes, it's like a take on society right now, but also inherently speaks to the true nature of Lego. It's a very great job mm-hmm. by them, I think, right. to marry the two. Um, and I do want to yeah. call out, it was Lego's in-house creative agency. As advertisers, we love that. <laughs> to see a, an in-house do well. Um, but they also partnered with Paris-based BETC. Uh, Cole, what's uh, what are you feeling about this? So I... You know, I've been saying this for a while. I think, uh, you know, the best ad that Lego ever put out was an hour and a half long movie that uh, probably still is <laughs> that most people it still <laughs> is. went to go see. And then the subsequent and paid money for three or four. Yeah. Sequels that people. Paid for. <laughs> so I, I mean, I do. Um, so, but point being, I think, I think that uh, Lego has been in the culture kind of uh, and in the conversation for the last, you know, few years at least. And so it's kind of interesting to see them turning to more traditional sort of advertising now. Um, You kind of wonder if maybe, you know, they can only make so many movies at this point. So I think that, you know, they're kind of starting to find different avenues here. But um, I did really enjoy the creativity that went with the spot. And, you know, there was a lot of tie-ins with Lego figures and uh, different sets that kind of made it fun. And obviously that the ad like visually is a lot of fun. Um, but I do think it's kind of long, um, the hour or not an hour, the minute and a half, <laughs> yeah, minute 43. not the hour and a half long ad, the, min- <laughs> the hour and a half long ad was pretty fun, but the minute and a half long one was, did feel a little long winded. Um, I think you're right, Zach, that the idea is kind of played at that point. Um, but I do like the, um, out of, uh, the print spots and whatnot, um, the ways that they've been able to adapt this, I think rebuild the world, um, is a really cool way to kind of. Uh, show social change, um, but also, you know, kind of promote the product uh, in some cool yeah. ways. Um, so, I, I mean, I, I think I would have liked to see, like, some 30-second cuts mm-hmm. of this spot. Yeah. And I'm sure that we will. Um, but, but yeah, I 
in the end, I think that Lego Batman might have been the best distillation of this. But <laughs> <laughs> I do like these. I do I like. Still need spots. to see Lego Batman. Um, admittedly, I uh, I think it's good. I to you guys' point too. I would like to see some cut downs, and I'm sure at some point there will be. It's not, you know, obviously they're kind of treating this as like a manifesto campaign anthem spot. Um, it is a minute forty three long. It can really only live on YouTube. <laughs> Um, cause the, the, the TV buyer, the online buy for that would be just crazy. Um, but problem too, is the, the way you'd cut it. I don't know if you could necessarily cut it down because it is so narrative driven. Um, but maybe you could, I, I'm curious if they'll come out with more work too. It says they've been working on this for 18 months. So I'm curious if there's more to come. Uh, I'm very excited to see. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's it for this, this Tuesday. Um, pretty good we got in we're under a half uh half hour there's uh, some pretty good takes i think i think uh, we can pat ourselves on the back with this one uh it's good good showing by both of you cole and zach <laughs> uh all right if you are interested in learning more about these ads i will try and include links in the show notes for you as always sometimes they work sometimes they don't anchors a little bit finicky with it as much as we love them um but they should always at least work in the anchor app if you want to download it and check through there if you you know if you don't want to google or you're having trouble finding them um but that aside check back in for thursday where we're going to talk about another toy brand it's kind of the week of toys and uh all of the great amazing work they're doing with wyden and kennedy right now which of course is no surprise um and yeah thanks again for tuning in this uh this beautiful tuesday and uh we'll catch you next time all right thank you guys have a great week yeah, have a good one. Not saying it yet. You're going to save it? Tune in on Thursday. <laughs> Tune in. You know the line, folks. I'm leaving this in. You know what he wants to say. Tune in Thursday and you'll hear it. <laughs> oh, my goodness.